Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Boost Podcast. Today's episode features power couple Robert and Kaylee Fakui. Robert is an award-winning sales and marketing professional and president of I-61 Incorporated, where he assists family-owned businesses achieve sustainable profits. As Robert puts it, Kaylee is his best half and also serves as the vice president of I-61 Inc. She helps wives of entrepreneurs find their identity and live out their purpose. The part of Boost they'll address is optimize relationships and not just any relationship, but the one closest to us, that of our spouse. Welcome to the Boost Podcast, Robert and Kaylee. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us, Kelly. Yes, thank you very much. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. I am so excited. As you both know, February is known as Love Month. And you guys, quiet as kept, are one of my favorite couples that work together. I have always just (laughs) admired the way that you all have navigated this path together. And I'm so excited to see this coming together. I know initially I met Robert solo and then more recently have had the awesome privilege of getting to know you, Kaylee. And so I just would love for you guys to just sort of share more with the listeners about who you guys are and what you do. Yeah, you want to start, honey? Sure. <laughs> so we, uh, we just have a heart for family and for couples. And I am an entrepreneur, was raised in a family of entrepreneurs, my grandpa, and my family. And so um, I kind of know the ins and outs of both sides. Awesome. And now, Robert, I know you come from a traditional corporate background and transitioned into entrepreneurship. So tell me more about your journey. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of the opposite. I didn't grow up in an entrepreneur family. My, my dad was a pastor and, in Hawaii. And so basically it was, uh, he just told me to, you know, go to college, get a degree and get a job. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, majored in marketing and worked for, you know, three large corporations, Coca-Cola and two large pharma, pharmaceutical companies. And then about a couple of years ago, just felt uh, it was time to kind of spread my wings, so to speak, and go uh, do some consulting. I was kind of doing that on the side for a few years, and then before I left, and then a couple of years ago, I just felt it was time to, to go and, and do it full-time. So I've been consulting with small, medium-sized businesses uh, with their marketing strategies and, and specifically in pricing and branding. And so that's what I've been doing the last couple of years until things have kind of morphed, as you alluded to, uh, to work a little bit more closely with my wife. Beautiful. And now tell us more about this whole um, the cup, the power couples by design. I know that's a a, a newer collaboration, Fakui family collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're saying how you admired uh, watching us work together. Well, you know we haven't worked this closely together um, when I first left the company a couple of years ago. And it was not, not until not until about a few months ago when. Uh, I don't know if, why it was my idea for some reason, but I said, hey, honey, why don't we, we're heading out to Montana to do a business workshop. And uh, I said, hey, why don't we do a couples and business weekend, focusing on, you know, married couples and on a business and helping them in their interpersonal relationship, strengthen that, as well as strengthen the, um, the foundation of their business to position them for, for stronger growth. And so we just kind of 
put it together in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, in this process of helping others, we've been in the process of helping ourselves at the same time. And so if you, you haven't seen the, you know, the, the back part of our story, um, you know, you see the smiles in front of you, but you don't see the part where we have to work on a few things, even though for the last, well, couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. We've been getting our own breakthroughs from our own curriculum. It's funny, we both don't like confrontation, but we've been having to work through that lately in a good way. Wow. Gotcha. Now, Kaylee, you coming from an entrepreneurial family, um, I'm sure you saw some things as a child growing up where maybe you said, oh, I like this aspect of family business, but not that particular aspect. Are there things as you reflect on where you are now in life that sort of cause different memories or um, things to bubble up from your past? Yes, because one thing comes to mind is uh, family business was open six days a week. So my dad worked six days a week and was gone a lot. And so when Robert left his corporate job and wanted to have his own business, I was thrilled about that. But at the same time, um, I was concerned that it could take over his life and that I'd never get to see him because crazy as it sounds, we do like to spend time together and hang out. So as you reflect on that particular aspect of the family business and the hours, the time away from home and the fact that you all enjoy each other's companies, what was like, what is one of the um, thrilling or more exciting aspects as a child growing up in an entrepreneurial family that you feel like you and Robert, your journey is going to allow you to experience? I felt like I met a lot of amazing people, clients that came into the work and, um, at a young age, uh, customer service and how to have a conversation and um, relationships with people. Gotcha. Now, so, and Robert, I'm sure for you, um, you know, there's <laughs> all of the, the benefits of traditional work is the guaranteed income and all those other things. And now you move into <laughs> this space. People keep reminding me about that. <laughs> <laughs> where there's the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of, of revenue and cash flow. Um, of course, that's one challenge of entrepreneurship. Um, but what's what what have been some of the other challenges as well as some of the the triumphs, the joys that you guys have experienced in this new this new space that you're in now? You don't have the security of a regular paycheck, and of course, the bonuses and commissions that come along with that, and all the perks. Going out on my own, I was a one man business and one man marketing department, so I have to do all the testing and figuring out, you know, what works uh, marketing-wise to get customers, um, seeing how that works. And, you know, if it doesn't work and you, you go through a dry spell, you're not getting income, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so just those kind of challenges. But at the same time, it was also uh, fun, um, you know, just trying to really get into my sweet spot, so to speak, is what is that thing? What is my niche? What is that message that really resonates based on what I do? And then ultimately, it's the, the clients that I have and helping them because before I was just helping these billion dollar businesses make billions more, but now I'm getting to help these small and medium sized businesses that for them, you know, an extra 10% in revenue means the world. And uh, just that relationship and seeing that I'm impacting people's lives in a very tangible way, um, not just them as the owner, but also their staff and seeing them grow and uh, just brings more joy because it's a little bit more personal than mm -hmm. working for a corporation. Awesome. Now, and I know in business, we're often time to carve out our, our niche or our client. Who's our ideal customer? And you guys have gotten super specific on who your ideal customer is. Of course, these husband and wife teams. How did you come to identify that particular grouping? Why couples? 
it just kind of evolved. I think, number one, Billy's always had a kind of passion for couples and relationships. And we kind of do that with our church and try to help out couples whenever we can. And she just started, uh, you know, last late last year, really figuring out her, what she wanted to do really was to coach wives of entrepreneurs. And then when I help clients, most of my clients are the business owners are typically male, at least the ones I, I have. And as you get involved with their business, you know, naturally, as time goes on, you naturally get involved with their personal life. And you start asking questions. And I started helping them not just in the business, but even in their personal lives, because, you know, the personal life does impact the business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they're not um, having a good home life and not having a good relationship with their, their significant other, their spouse, it impacts um, what they do in business and how they think and how they react and how they even treat their own employees. Beautiful. Are most of the couples that you all serve, um, are both of them actively in the business? Like they've got some sort of leadership role or or in many instances, is it someone's taking on a larger role and someone's perhaps playing a supporting role? What does that typically look like? Well, some of them aren't really involved at all, and we're trying to get them integrated into some form or fashion. It might not be the day-to-day P&L, but we all have different giftings, mm. and so just trying to help them find out what that is and um, fill that role. Nice. Now, what about, uh, because oftentimes it's interesting, I've heard couples say to say out loud, I could never work with my spouse. So how do you all address that the whole dynamic? Well, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I kind of bought in that same thing about, no, don't look at your spouse because that's a sure way to get divorced. Um, and the only reason why Kaylee got involved was it was her idea mm. from, the, you know, several years ago. And I always asked, I double checked, I said, are you sure? Are you sure? And, uh, you know, it's worked out. And really, as we reflect, and even um, as we're helping these couples, I think people buy into that, the fact that, yeah, if you work together so closely, you're going to, it's going to cause conflict, which it does, and it's going to tear the relationship apart. But actually, that, that last part isn't necessarily true. It's really about how, if you have a healthy relationship, when you can talk to each other about anything, and the other side doesn't take offense to everything, but you can resolve the issues, it's actually, you become more healthy for it, and you become better for it, and you begin stronger in relationships, because yeah. you start to know how to work with each other, you understand the strengths and the weaknesses, and you can talk about anything and not take offense and just resolve it, like an adult. I think what happens is, whenever there's conflict between husband and wife, um, a lot of times we don't hear, or we don't really understand what the other person's saying, and we just kind of react. And so what we help our couples do, and even for ourselves, because we still have to do it ourselves, is not react, but think to understand. Mm-hmm. And usually the issue at hand, which you, you would usually negatively react to, once you understand what the other person really meant, um, it's not really a, that big a deal. I and mean, you actually can resolve it in a healthy way. But when you just kind of react at first, um, then that's when the, the conflict goes bad. Um, but conflict in, in itself isn't bad. It's just about addressing the differences of opinions and maybe actions and fix it in a healthy way. It's funny. I heard someone say once, um, yeah, my, my spouse and I, we work together and never once did we ever consider divorce murder perhaps, but not. (laughs) 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 But, you know, to you all's point, I mean, you know, conflict is nothing. I don't know of anyone that embraces conflict in those uncomfortable conversations, but, you know, I think so much of what we see, and I love the way that you all are um, sort of celebrating the differences in these couples, but also, you know, you recognize the difference, you celebrate the difference, you cover 
um, one another's um, sort of shortcomings and play to each other's strengths. And I love what you're doing from that perspective. So, you know, as we're, I know you've run, you've given us a handful of just um, insights as to your passion for this particular group of individuals, couples that work together. Give us like three tips. What's some low hanging fruit that the folks that are listening in that perhaps maybe one or both of them are in business? What are three things? Actually, you know what? Let's go with four things. That way you each need to give me two things. Put you on the spot. <laughs> we both take the disc profile. And actually, that's part of our program is, is, a, is for each of the couples, for each person. Uh, take the disc profile as well as a, a few other surveys to get a get a better understanding of themselves, but also of each other. So in Kaylee's disc profile, she doesn't like to be put on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that, but I don't. So go with You're it, right. Kaylee. <laughs> Tip number one, and I'll speak it from a male's perspective, and so Kaylee can speak from a woman's perspective. But uh, too many times as men, we want to fix things. So tip number one is empathize, listen. And a lot of times when your wife or your significant other is expressing their feelings or opinions, they don't want you to fix anything. They just want to be heard. Mm. Tip number two is your spouse is not your enemy. Mm. Um, Too many times when Kaylee um, brings up an issue, we take offense and we feel like it's an attack. And it's really not that. And in fact, from my own, you know, I have to understand that, and this is what we help our couples too, is kind of reflect back, why do you react that way? Why do you take offense and why do you feel it's an attack? And for me, you know, my dad was very, very critical. Not so much very critical, but he was a man of few words. And the only time we had man-to-man talk is if my grades were bad or I, did, I made some kind of mistake, and he would address it with me. Mm-hmm. So the, typically the only time I had really good communication with my dad is only when he was correcting me. So now move fast forward into now when my wife brings something up, I take it as the tap. Kaylee, what about you? Would, what are your two tips? I'd say expectations. So like, for example, Robert and I are working on a project and he needs me to do something and asks me to do it. Then I automatically sometimes will go into performance thinking, oh, I have to go over the top. This is going to be like crazy. And I can kind of get stuck in that spot. Ask him, what is, what's the expectation? What are you expecting of, you know, needing me to do. And a lot of times it's something little small thing. And I'm like, oh, that's it. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, great. I can go do it now. Mm-hmm. And then the other one I was going to say was probably if I know ahead of time what I am needing and I can express that to Robert, like I'm upset about something. And I'm like, can you, I just need you to validate me as opposed to he's trying to fix it. He's trying to figure out what I want. And it just makes things worse. And so if I fix both what I'm needing ahead of time, that works great. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing, guys. Thank you so much for your time. This has been incredible. Have an amazing day. Thanks, Kelly. All right. Thanks, Kelly. Well, that does it for this episode of the Boost Podcast. I hope you heard something in today's episode that motivates and equips you to boost your business success. If you've got a moment, it would mean the world to me if you could please write a review, subscribe to the podcast, or share it with a friend. For more information, you can check out kellytleonard.com. I'd also love to connect with you on social media. I am KT Leonard on LinkedIn and Facebook and Kelly T. Leonard on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to our producer and master of all things podcasty, Claude Jennings. And thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Boost Podcast.